Chapter 8 Aren't you coming to see the show? I look up from an attempted murder file into the face of Tanner Jarrett. He's wearing his perpetual smile. What show is that? Ray Miller's in court. Judge Green sent word that he's going to call Miller up first thing. Yeah, I was planning on coming down. I've been thinking about what Ray said, about him doing something dramatic all weekend. I hate this, Tanner says. It's a lousy case, and Miller seems like a good guy. Being the new kid on the block sucks sometimes. Why don't you just walk in there and tell Judge Green there's no case and refuse to prosecute? Show everybody you've got some balls, son. Because Mooney and my dad would both cut him off as soon as I walked out of the courtroom, Tanner says. I'll leave that stuff to you old guys. I stand and smile at Tanner. Is Mooney coming? He took a week of vacation. You're kidding. He went to a conference last week. He didn't say anything to me about going on vacation this week. He's a boss. I guess he can do whatever he wants. Tanner and I make our way downstairs to the courtroom, and I take a seat in the jury box. The place is full of defense lawyers and prosecutors, most of whom have no business with the court, but are just there to see if a battle erupts. There are about 30 people in the gallery, two television news camera crews, and a smattering of reporters. The atmosphere is tense. I look around and see Ray sitting in the back row. Tony isn't with him. Ray won't let her come. He told me he's too ashamed. Judge Green enters the courtroom, and his clerk calls the case of State of Tennessee versus Raymond Miller. Ray walks slowly, almost unsteadily, toward the front, wearing a black suit, a black shirt, and a black tie. His hair, which has grayed significantly over the past six months, is pulled tightly back into a ponytail. His forehead is deeply lined, his eyes dark and intense. His back looks to be as wide as a sheet of plywood. He attempts to stand straight at the defense table, but I notice he's swaying slightly. He stares at Judge Green. Tanner silently rises from his seat at the prosecution table. Mr. Miller, Judge Green says, you've been charged with contempt of court in the presence of the court, based upon your failure to show up at the appointed time and your failure to notify any court personnel. You're here today for a plea deadline. I see you haven't hired counsel. I don't need counsel, Ray says curtly. You know what they say about the man who represents himself in court. The judge says, he has a fool for a client. There is a lingering silence in the courtroom, and as I sit there watching, I imagine that the entire building is shuddering, as though it's trying to shake off the tension inside. Ray's jaw tightens, and his chin juts forward. He begins to speak, very slowly. Because of you, I've lost nearly everything I've spent my life working for. His speech is almost imperceptibly slurred. Only someone who has spent as much time with Ray as I have would notice. He continues. I've also lost my livelihood, my reputation, my... Anything that's happened to you, you brought on yourself. Judge Green interrupts. I'm not finished. Ray roars, and Judge Green, suddenly intimidated, seems to sink in his high-backed leather chair. What you've done to me is inexcusable. I've done everything in my power to try to put a stop to it but you just won't quit. You're a pathetic excuse for a man, an embarrassment to the judiciary, and I'll be damned if I'm going to stand here and let you call me a fool. You're in contempt again, 
Judge Green says, trying unsuccessfully to look brave. Bailiff, take Mr. Miller over to the jail. You're right about that, Ray lets out a sardonic chuckle. I have more contempt for you than you could ever imagine. 